Hello, everyone, and welcome to Lunch with Lachlan. We're so excited today. Lachlan is going to share with you about walking in the Pride Parade yesterday, and today's topic is Every Person Makes a Difference. So without further ado, we're going to bring on Mr. Lachlan Art. Well, hello, Gail. How are you? Well, I'm fine, Mr. Arts, and how are you today? <laughs> I'm fine. Now, what would you do if you made that big welcome and then I wasn't there? How wouldn't that be something? Yes, it would, and I don't think our audience <laughs> would want to hear that part either. Just <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> uh, I don't know why it just struck me like that. So, well, well, you know, it's actually something funny, Lachlan, that would be interesting if you weren't there. I don't know exactly what we would do, but we would have to right. find a way to uh, probably get someone else on to impersonate you. Exactly. So probably not something we want to figure out what, what we'd have to do with that, but uh, just 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 the question that was there. So, um, <laughs> well, it's uh, yeah, it, it, interesting, and I you know I want to make sure that people know this. I don't know if they do or not, and but. Uh, you know that we of the people that marched in the parade uh, yesterday as as part of this whole uh, campaign for context. Um, you were one of the people that was there. So I well, thank uh, you, Mr. Lachlan. Thank you so much. No, really, because you know this whole business of you know I don't know. Depending on, I know there were a couple different versions of the invite that went out for today's show, and I think one was uh, you know we the people, all the people, which is that the really focused on the, the campaign that we are uh, embarked on here, this campaign for context um, and this Lachlan for president, this whole deal really uh, includes everyone, uh, regardless of your background, your ethnicity, your socioeconomic uh, station, your history, your IQ, your, you know, shoe size, whatever it is, and, and then particularly with regard to uh, – you know the parade, uh, the pride parade yesterday. Certainly, um, all uh, sexual orientations, and uh, we did have the opportunity to march in the gay, lesbian, bisexual, and transgender parade uh, yesterday. So, but I want to, um, on a, a personal note, because the campaign for me is very personal, and it's there's a lot about it that isn't personal, but it's a personal campaign for me. Um, you know, as someone who is someone that, that does want to make a difference and, uh, you know, at times does and at times certainly falls short, uh, you know, we had a number of people that were confirmed to march with us yesterday and uh, did a lot of work in terms of, you know, getting the word out and invitations and other people inviting and, uh, you know, and, it, and uh most of the people who said they were going to be there weren't there. And uh, this is not to vilify anyone at all, like at all. You know, some whatever came up came up, and, you know, who knows, right? But just the fact of the matter, we had less people than what uh, we were expecting. And so for those people that were there, you included, um, I want you to know from me that it made, it made an enormous difference you know, an enormous difference because, uh, you know, what you go through in those situations 
nobody that hasn't been in those situations knows what it's like to be in that situation. You know, the, to have spent the time and the money and the energy and getting the signs done and putting the, you know, posts on the signs. And, you know, we had great pink tape for the <laughs> for the signs yesterday in honor of the uh, gay pride parade, right? The tape had to be pink. And it's not easy to find pink duct tape in this town. But I'll tell you, I found it. And, uh, uh, you know, just all of that, right? And then to be, you know, there you are standing on 37th Street in the beating sun, uh, you know, not sure where your contingency is and where you are in the order of the parade and just all the, you know, madness that's there and in that moment and you're just kind of really confronted with, man, is it worth it and what am I doing and, you know, should we even march at all and, you know, let's just say, you know, screw it and go home and the nice day we can still salvage it at the beach or something and uh but to have people to have you and uh people like you but i mean you in particular because i get to say it to you because you're right here uh you know you made it happen because it's uh you know just that one other human being that's there that says no we're gonna go we're gonna go we have as many people as you have we're gonna go we're going to get the message across, and we're going to, you know, take these signs that we have and that for whatever, however it happens to hit them, there are going to be, you know, a half a million New Yorkers that are watching on the sides, and who knows what's going to be seen on through the media or whatever, but they're at least going to see the word context. They're going to hear the word context. They're going to hear as, you know, we pass the announcers, okay, you know, co- campaign for context, <laughs> campaign for context, I mean, you know, you're at a gay pride parade, which is pretty, you know, traditionally it's a pretty sexy parade, right, with all the cute guys and the dancers and the, you know, we have to be behind a marching band and in front of, you know, guys, you know, paint, you know painted in uh, silver spray paint. And, you know, and you you really, if you're going to say, okay, what's the, what's the least sexiest thing you can bring to the parade, you know, context will be right up toward the top of the list. But... You know, one of the things that we said at the outset of this campaign was is that how can we take the whole business of politics and how can we take context, which, you know, isn't, isn't a popular thing. Nobody's, for video, nobody has it on their mind, and, uh, uh, and get it out there and get it to the people. And, you know, so we're using every route we've got, you know, including the Gay Pride Parade. And I happen to be the only, you know, as far as I, as far as I know, the only – gay candidate running for president. So, I mean, there was there was that, too. But uh, a long way of saying it, Gil, but I just from someone who does want to make a difference um, to another yourself who wants to make a difference, I want you to know that uh, you made a huge difference both to the campaign yesterday and to me personally. And so I really uh, appreciate that and thank you for that and... Uh, you know, honor you as someone who really does make a difference. So that's Thank that's you. what I wanted Thank to say you. about. Uh, Thank you so much. Thank you very much. You know, and that, and that I angle think, of our being in the parade. Thank you, and I and I think one of the things you know that what we were discussing earlier. I think you know for all of our the audience, Lord Walkman, especially for your audience here. I think the important thing to hear from what you're sharing is. This is a place sometimes it's not making anyone wrong for not showing up to be their words. Right. 
march together with us. And I want that audience right. to really hear that. What we're really saying is that these are the same things that when we say that we want to make a difference in our communities and we would like to see this happen, we would like to see that happen. It's what Lachlan has been speaking about through all of his shows and speaking in general to each person he connects with that makes a difference in another person's life is that we often find ourselves complaining this isn't going right or that isn't going right. And when it comes time to step up to the plate, when it comes time to take that action, where are we is a place for us to look. Things do happen right. and come up. It's a, it's a place for us to take a look and really see what it is that stops us from connecting with what we say that we're going to make a difference in from being our word, you know, and also yeah. owning yeah. our responsibility as to why things are the way they are. And as you said, Laughlin, yourself, it's about connecting with the government. The government was set up to be of service with us. So right. if we're not in partnership with them and we're not being our word and being responsible, then how can we expect the government to partner up with us to make a difference in our communities? You know, yeah. and maybe I'm not saying it correctly, but I know no, that. No, I, I think I think it's uh, I think it's you know it's it's really dead on. You know, and and what we're you know offering uh, in the campaign is just you know let's get into those places that you want to get into, that that you do want to see something change, you do want to see something get better, you do want to see something improve. And, you know, you'd be the one to go in there and say, okay, I think, first of all, this is mine, and I want to find out what's actually going on here and see what I can impact something. But also, hey, has anybody here ever considered looking at the context of what we're dealing with here and not just the circumstances. And you're mm-hmm. gonna be the fir- you you will be the first one that goes in with that. And if you're not you're not if you're not ready to be looked at like you've got two heads, then you should let someone else go in first. And it's not that it, you know, there's nothing wrong with that, but there's nobody's gonna say, Wow, context, how great <laughs> You know, you know, I've been you know, well, I've been talking about it now for however long the things we've been I don't know what three months or four months or whatever, and it's like what the hell are you talking about? And then you know you start to have the conversation. People say, oh, okay, well it it kind of makes sense. I think I kind of get it, but that's where you go. Well, you know, welcome. I think to refresh people's memories, okay, because this is yeah. kind of a new direction in the campaign. All right. I yeah. think we need to really refresh the memory. So for the audience members, some of you may have heard the questions I'm about to ask Lachlan today, and some of you may have right. not. But this is to give you a much clearer view of when we say the context for a campaign for to make a difference in this country. Yes. So Lachlan, yes. we talked about the context, all right? So I'd like yes. to just, you know, based on what I had shared earlier, and you said it was dead on, I'd like just to give us, to get everyone to get a bullet point of it, you know, what it is. I know that we've talked about power, and we've talked about freedom yes. from power over. Yes. You know, I think these, yes. these words that you had are very, very important for people to get a really good understanding and a glimpse, a really glimpse into what there is for them to see about those areas. Yes. And and maybe yes. we can choose some very everyday examples, like a mother with a child or whatever, just to get those ideas. Would you be, would you honor us with sharing that? Well, yeah, I, I don't know about the 
not so much about the I'm, we'll see about the examples, right? But I will. Um, I know that, you, uh, I, I asked for these examples because you talked about like the war in Afghanistan, you know. And yeah, no, I, I want to. I want to. But, but let, let me let me go this way, okay? Because <clears throat> see, we're in a parade yesterday that is a gay pride parade, okay? And as a gay man, I have spent a lot of my life fighting for the right to be. So, um, you know, and, I mean, there's a lot of conversation about it now that there wasn't when I was growing up. I mean, there was no anti-bullying campaign. There was no, okay, but, you know, I certainly had a history all through my school of, you know, being bullied, being harassed, and you learn quickly as a kid how to just survive and, you know, you know, stay alive long enough to get the heck out of the town, right? At least that was my strategy. So, um, but what, so there's one way to deal with it, which is the, which is the, kind of the current way to deal with it, which is how do you get gay people to be accepted and not persecuted by people that aren't gay? Okay? What what we're saying is that there's something underlying it all that if we got it, that would give us a different way of relating to all of that, that we're saying, not better or worse, but that would give you a different actually might even, might be better, okay? You consider it might actually be better. Because the whole thing just, I don't, this might not be understandable to people, Gil, but I'm just going to say it like this, okay? The whole thing lives in language. It just lives in language. Yeah, there is a different sexual orientation I have in terms that I'm with men instead of women, Okay. But the whole business of when I open my mouth anywhere and say, I'm gay, things change. But they don't change because I suddenly got different. I'm the same. But I said the word, I'm gay. And what happens with the other person is, is that there's whatever is there for them in their whole story about what it is to be with someone who's gay. You see? Yes. And it's and and that's what people hate from. That's what people bully from. That's what people fear from. That's what people kill from is whatever's there in the story. And however the story got to be there, whether it's and this is we'll take a lot of heat from this one, but that's okay. Whether it's from organized religion, right? Cuz we actually have religions out there that teach people as little kids if you're gay, you're going to hell. Well, that's a heck of a story, right? Or, or whoever it is that taught whoever you taught, because people didn't didn't just get people didn't people aren't born hating; they're trained, and where it lives is in language. And that's the same as if you know I meet someone and they're black. There's the whole story that's there for me about black people and what it is to be with black people and what they're like and blah, 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 black people in relationship to gay people and da-da-da-da-da because everybody knows, you know, blah, 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 whatever that is, right? So we've got this kind of stories that we've got 
about each other underlying everything. And then what we're trying to do is work as best we can to kind of have the stories not kill each other, but never really getting at it's only happening in the story. And if I can somehow, because one of the things that we say in the campaign and one of the signs we had in the campaign yesterday is that it's a, it's, you know, it's a talent for speaking differently rather than arguing well that's the chief instrument of cultural change. And one of the things that we're, when people say, well, what can I do? I'll tell you something that's very specific, something people can do, is that they can stop speaking in generalizations. If we could actually stop speaking in generalizations and change the language that we speak from one of generalizations to one of specifics, we could get a different kind of handle on the things that we're dealing with that the generalizations won't give us if that communicates. So that I can start so that I can start relating to another human being as the human being that's over there that I don't know until I get to know them, until I get to know them, but from them, not from whatever's going to be there as the generalization that I have when I meet them, and then the story's over. I, you know, one of my favorite T-shirts and, you know, is, you know, uh, uh, stereotypes are a real time saver. <laughs> Got it. So, do you see? Yeah. So, so in the in the in the best scenario, and again, I'll speak as a gay man because that's the march that we were in yesterday. At best, people can learn to somehow get along with me or tolerate me, but we're never going to really be connected as long as they are that I'm gay and that makes me different and not them. Because at the heart of it, we are the same. We are the same. I have sex with different people, but as a human being, we're the same. You know, and it goes the same whether, you know, if a Christian versus a Muslim. You know, or, or whatever it is versus a whatever, a Democrat versus a Republican or whatever it is, that the, that the battles that we have in the world, the wars that we have in the world, the conflicts that we have in the world, aren't because people are different. It's because of the stories people have about each other that people that just don't, that don't live for people as stories. It's just the generalization against the generalization, which, which keeps you from ever getting at the person. You know, and again, I mean, it's just, it proves out if you, if you have someone gay in your family it's much more likely that you're not going to be related to gay people as this huge generalization because you've actually gotten to know someone personally. They're not just this thing. So I don't know if that if that's um, what you were after or not, Gail, but it's... Well, you know, it is somewhat where I'm going with. Um, one of the questions is, you know, we talk about power over versus freedom yes. from. And yes. I wanted to go specifically into those areas because I think that this is an area where people can really also relate to. Yes. I'm really understanding that fully through and through. I think that's a very important area, actually, because we see yes. powerful... Well, you know what? Guess what? We have a caller 
before we even get started. Okay. So I'm going to bring let's our see, caller here. Let's hear it for the caller. Great. Yes, and please say your name, your just your first name, and the city and state you're from. Caller, you are on. Can you tell us your name and the city and state you're from? Hello, caller. Hello, you're on. You're on. If you were waiting to come in, you are on. Hello. Okay, I guess they are not there anymore. Oh. Yeah, they're still here. So let me try once more. All right, caller. All right. You are on live. Hello. Okay. Hello. Well, I guess they're not going to speak. So, you know, going back to the power and the freedom from, okay? Right. Right. Can you share a little bit about that portion of your campaign that you've shared with so many so people get a really uh, intimate look at what your campaign is about for them? Okay. Well, the three... uh, platforms, I guess you could call it, the kind of three areas that we um, looked at in the campaign as far as, uh, you know, being an American and, you know, as an American, what's important to us is that we, it was uh, power, freedom, and peace. And, uh, you know, the power right from the you know, at the very beginning of the Declaration of Independence, you know, that, that when it speaks of, you know, we the people, and it's the power of we the people. And right. there's a there's in the in the current context, because it is a campaign for context, in the in the current context, which is really determined by the current language, is that what power is is to have power over. So, uh, in the kind of in the current way that power lives is that there's the one with the power and the one without the power. And you can certainly see it, you know, playing out in a lot of places. You could one of the most recent examples is in, you know, the whole Occupy movement, which is, hey, you know, we're the ninety nine percent except the 1%'s got all the the economic power. And uh, given the way the system kind of has been jerry-rigged, it's also got a lot of power in the government, too, in terms of the the occasions where the uh, financial institutions are actually uh, in bed with the government. And so the 1%'s got the power, but the 99% is, you know, we're the people. So how do we how do we wrestle some of the power from the 1% back into the hands of the 99%? And so what happens is there's a uh, at best you'll have these kind of trends or shifts in power from time to time um, where the one party won't have as much power again. In the, in the just in the election, the Democrats have the power now, and the Republicans want to get the power back because you know, to have the power is, you know, that's how you want it, that's how you win. So our uh, campaign suggests, at least, that there is a different way to come at power 
which is that it's not it, that it isn't power versus powerless. It isn't powerful versus powerless. It isn't power over or uh, someone who is um, doesn't have the power. It isn't doesn't have to live in kind of the domination submission model. Is that there is power as I'm going to say it. This might sound a little strange, but but there's the power that one has as when one is fully expressed as the principles that they are. So what gives me power as an American isn't to be powerful over something. What gives me powerful as a gay man isn't to have power over something or to wrestle power away. That what gives me power is when I am really expressed and known and honored as whatever it is that are the principles that I am and that as an American, that power is to be expressed as the principles that are defined in the founding doctrines of the country. So I don't have anything to defeat. I don't have anything to wrestle. I don't have it. I don't, I'm not in the game as an, with an opponent. I'm not an opponent against another opponent. I'm there as an expression of what I say that I am. So kind of in this, in this campaign, we're not out to beat anyone. You know, we're not out to have context be victorious, but we are out to get at least the notion of context into the public consciousness so it at least can start to begin. And I mean like begin, like we're clear that it's like a long, you know, row to hoe or whatever that uh, expression is, but is that at least gets in there as a possibility of a different way to start to come at the issues that we've got other than what we currently have. And in this case, in terms of, you know, how are we going to get the power, or if we've got the power, how are we going to make sure we don't lose it? So um, that, that's what I'd have to say about that. And when we speak about law, when we speak about freedom from, you know, a lot of people yes. think it's a very important area because many people have a misconception yes. about freedom. And I think this is a very important yeah. area to speak about. And, and Lachlan, I just want to say a little more about that. You know, as a as a woman who yes. you know, has family members and so forth, I'm, I'm a straight woman. There was like yep. it was wonderful to be able. I believe that everyone is equal. So yes. it was wonderful to be able to march in the parade and make a difference with yep. you. But I felt like also making a difference with everyone around me. That everyone it was accepting of everyone. Yes. And, that, and that doesn't mean that what works for me will work for you or what works for you will work for me. That's right. Nothing to do with That's right. You're, an, you're an individual. It has nothing to do with what you do behind closed doors. It's none of my business. Right. That And so that is not the person. The person is who they are. You know what I mean? Yes. And yes. a label of man, woman, gay, or anything like that is not who you are. Who you are first is a human yes. being. Yes. So I just wanted to say that part of and be, having the freedom to just be able to live from that place of being a human being. I think this yes. is why I think it's so important for people to know what freedom is. Yes. Yeah, I I I, I uh, very much appreciate the question. It's um, and I know I've said this a number of times. So if I'm repeating myself to anyone, then 
my apologies, but you know the the Declaration of Independence is basically is a communication that says, "Okay, we've had enough, and we're out of here," and uh, you know says it very ele- eloquently and beautifully. But it literally lays down uh, kind of what they call the tyr or what's called the tyranny of King George. But it lays it out bullet by bullet by bullet. You know, this is happening. They're not going to take this. This is happening. We're not going to. You know, we're not going to take this. You know, we're and, and we're going to be free from all of those things. You know, taxation without representation. You know, we're going to be free of all of that, right? And uh, so it, it, it's 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 a, a freedom that is a freedom from. And freedom, as, as again, as it lives in the current context, which is there as a, as a function of the current language, is freedom lives as freedom from. So there is going to be the oppressor. There is going to be the who's submissive. There's, there's, it's that kind of model. And, and, and you can hear it both. You can hear it in freedom from you know, rather than pure freedom, you can hear it in power over, you know, versus pure power. And then the last one, which I'm just going to reference here and then come back to the freedom, is uh, peace, which currently lives as the absence of war. So uh, our language is dualistic. So there is whatever, there is me rather than you. So how I get defined as is by not you. And how you get defined as is by not me. And there's, in back to the example of freedom, there's how I get to be defined as in my quest for freedom is by the constraint that I'm trying to free myself from. So... Whether whatever the freedom, you know, freedom from, you know, religious, you know, the religious persecution, um, you know, as a gay man, freedom from, you know, straight oppression and bullying, you know, as a woman, you know, free from uh, the abuse that women uh, uh, sometimes experience, whatever, wherever you are and whatever the freedom is that you're after or that you're currently enjoying, it lives kind of in a construct of the, the freedom and then what it is that you're free from or attempting to get free from. So the, what doesn't get seen is the, that the more you work on getting free, the more, it, the more that the what it is you're trying to get free from still hangs in the picture. So what, what we're offering or suggesting or or at least inviting people to bring up for consideration is that real freedom is distinct from freedom from and that real freedom is is whatever that is when again it sounds you know pretty consistent also with with power but when whatever it is that you are is allowed to be fully expressed, but the constraint is not external. 
if there's any constraint, the constraint is with yourself. So it's it's that it's whatever that is that is that is the unleashing of yourself as yourself. So um, that's the you know kind of that's our our take on the whole kind of freedom deal, basically. Well, I I really thank you for sharing that with our audience, Lachlan, because I think there's a lot to be derived from this, you know, and I think sometimes we don't realize it. So thank you so much for sharing that piece of it. Now, there is one more more piece in that as well, I think, that will also be very helpful if you wouldn't mind sharing it with our audience. Okay. And that would be... (laughs) Oh, no, 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 no. I'm talking about the power over the freedom from. You know, we uh-huh. have those two. There's a third part of that platform that's very important as well. Oh, okay, fine. I just, just so I'm clear. Yeah, well, the, the last sorry. part is peace. The last part is peace. And, uh, yeah. you know, I, I don't, you know, historically, I mean, there's the the war we're suggesting is in the current context very predictable almost to the point of that it's inevitable and that without beginning to address what that context is that keeps the whole business of conflict, because, you, you know, war is conflict. So conflict is conflict, whether it's, you know, a man against a woman, whether it's a straight person against a gay person, whether it's a, whatever it is, the conflict, you know, is the same sign of the dynamic, the same mechanism, the same kind of model that has it, that has it happen, that, that kind of breeds the environment where, where someone attacks someone else whether it's a human being, an individual, a group, or a country, it's the same dynamic. And uh, that war currently lives as the absence of peace. And peace lives as the absence of war. And we focus much more on the peace part because we're out for peace, not for war. Um, And not that everyone else isn't, it's just specifically one of the things that, that we address in the campaign, is that as long as peace lives as the absence of war, war will continue to be. So I just want because to interrupt you, Walker, for a second. Yes. I want everyone yes. to really get that piece of what you just said. That is so yes. important. I'm, I'm sorry, yes. just go on. Yeah. And, and see, as long as there's, as long as we're in a war working for peace, the horse is already out of the barn. So all we're doing is stopping that one, and then, you know, pretty soon, if not before that one's even over, the next one will start up. And this is not just, you know, America. It's, you know, obviously worldwide. So there's something that generates peace the actual peace. There's something that generates peace 
but it's but it's fundamental in our relationship with each other that if something fundamental in our relationship with each other shifted that and again it goes back to the whole business of the generalizations and at the beginning uh, toward the beginning of the conversation see if something in that shifted there would be an opportunity for us to actually cohabitate in an environment of peace. But the peace would be a function of my relationship with you. It wouldn't be a function of stopping the war. And, and you know, it's, we always say, and everyone says, well, everyone hates war. <clears throat> it's always going to be our last alternative, but it's always going to be an alternative. It's always going to be an alternative. And and it's spoken that way. And as long as it's always going to be an alternative, then it will continue to be. And in the current context, when it happens, it really will look like, wow, we have to do it. It's the only thing left. We're saying that it's possible to take the alternative of war out of the equation but not the way that would look in the current context would be, okay, well, then you're giving in or you're being weak or you're, you know, no longer able to be the superpower or whatever like that because without the threat of war, my God, you know, we couldn't exist the way we do. And, and we use that. I mean, everyone, everyone knows, everyone knows in their relationship with this country that when push comes to shove, we will occupy you. You know, we will invade you. We will whatever we need to do when push comes to shove if that's what we see is necessary. Everybody knows that. That's how the game is set up. Now, we're not saying that to dismantle the game would be anything simple, but we do say that it's necessary. That if the game that if the game that if the game itself doesn't start to be dismantled, our future is really bleak, really bleak. Mm. Got it. Totally got it. Wow. Wow. That's that's very powerful, Lachlan. Thank you for sharing it with the audience. Yeah, I think this is this is this this is one and you know so as I see it and as someone you know who had the opportunity to march with you yesterday and as someone who you know has known you for a little bit of time now, I can honestly yes. say how, how what this campaign has taught me is to really own the things that I say. Oh, I mean, I'm one that takes action, but even as a, yes. I'm human. Even as a person that yeah. takes action, I will often say, oh, why don't they do this in the neighborhood and why don't they do that, you know? And yeah. it wasn't until yeah. it started with the campaign. Sometimes, you know, as, an, as a pure example, we have in our, our building currently either a possum or a raccoon. And <laughs> even I mean, it, it sounds funny, but the normal way and, is... And, and, it, and, it's not, and it's not someone's pet, right? Exactly. And and the normal way is most people in my building, there's only eight apartments, everyone minds their business, and we we tell each other things when it needs to be, but 
you know, I may be seen as getting on someone's nerves and saying as a, a possum or a raccoon. Well, they don't want to know about it until it comes right. to their apartment. Now, right. I didn't want to, I've been saying something about it, but I really took action this morning in calling the police hmm. and taking and taking certain actions to get out of the building because it was banging so much I thought it would come through. Now, rather wow. than sit here and be afraid, I took that action and supported the landlord when he got here. Rather hmm. than saying the landlord is this or that, how can I support him? How can I be in partnership with him? Yet standing in that you, you know, that you have to take care of this because it's not just myself. Yes. It's, yes. it's also Absolutely. the infrastructure. It, it's going a little bit further. It's not only the people in the building, but it's the infrastructure of your building. Yes. So that, you know, most of the time we'll take care of it and just say, oh, it's just for ourselves. You know, who cares about the neighbor next door? But my thing is, yes. I could get mad and just say, well, my neighbors don't seem to really care. They only care when it happens to them. Or I can be a, look at it. If I say I'm really about making a difference, and if I say I'm really yeah. about making a difference past what I'm waiting for other people to do, yeah. then, I will, then I will truly make that difference. Yes, exactly. And no, so, no, that's, that's uh, very clear. Yeah, so that's, that's an example. And also letting my neighbors know so that if it burrows in their buildings or the, the other landlords next door, they're aware of it. This and, and, you know, people like me can seem like a pain in the butt, but I'd rather be the pain in the butt than the yeah. one day you can pay it any mind and someone could get hurt or a kid could get hurt or anything coming in the building because those types of animals can be very rabid. So without going yeah. wrong, that's what I'm saying. Taking an active participation takes courage, too. Because you have to yeah, know absolutely. that people are going to look at you a certain way, but what if each one of us took an action yeah. like that? And that's a small action. That has nothing to do with the government. That just has to do with me being right. a stand for the people in my building. So that's a that's small right. action. That's right. And, you know, it's, uh, it, you know, it's a, there's a lot in what you're saying that you're not saying. That that I just wanted to bring up in in light of the con well I'm just saying in, in light of the conversation today right see people have whatever they've got as far as landlords you know landlords are like this landlords are like this landlords should do this landlords blah 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 right so somewhere you had to get beyond whatever whatever generalization you had about landlords and get down to what was actually happening and what's the action that's going to make the difference. Right. So that it wasn't about if you had a good landlord, a bad landlord, a blah, 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 whatever, which because the other thing that's, that's, is that generalizations, oftentimes what they breed is inaction. So when you could see that for yourself and actually get yourself focused on the difference that you did want to make versus the generalization that was there, then there was action available that the generalization doesn't give you. Right. And and, and that's basically, you, you hit the nail on the head. That's basically what I'm saying. It wasn't that I was just a goody two-shoe. It was more like, right. you know what, I ha this is my home too. And yes. it had, and when I was talking to my landlord, you know, honestly, it had nothing to do with what he could or wouldn't or whatever do. It had more right. to do with I want this thing out of here. And right. I'm and, and and the other part of it is we don't realize something that I got today. 
it stopped me from taking care of some things. I yes. ran out of here afraid. I don't want to be afraid in yes. my home. Yes. So, and at the same time, I don't feel that animals should be dead, but I'm sorry, you don't belong in my home. So, yes. in, that, in that case, it's like, okay, what can I do that this doesn't interfere in anyone else's home? And there are people that have children in their homes. What if this thing gets mad and, or feels trapped and wants to get through to someone else's home and a child gets hurt? You know, yes. I'm not trying to save everyone, but I am saying that this is an opportunity for us to, if, if each one of us do that, not only with something like that, but if you're a parent and you take, you tell the teacher this doesn't work, how can we come together? Yes, you might be the parent that all the teachers or all the parents don't like, but the fact that you had the courage to start there, another parent will take yes. the courage. Absolutely, absolutely. And and oftentimes I think you'll you know that, that you'll be such a breath of fresh air in that example to the teacher that you know it would be amazing. Exactly. But you don't know. That's the thing. There's no prescription. There's no formula. What there is to do is step out and do it. Exactly. 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 <clears throat> Very much so. Very much so. Well, I think that was a pretty uh pretty uh, uh uh good conversation, Gail. I think it was too, and I think it gives our uh the people an opportunity. We're gonna close the show today, but I really hope all of you had an opportunity to see what Lachlan is standing for and to really see that what Lachlan is standing for is what each and every person is standing for. You know, sometimes we color the language so that it breaks it down for other people. It may not be the language I use. It may be the language Lachlan uses. But what I want to say in closing right. to our, all our audience is thank you for your support of Lachlan's campaign, one. And number two, really take the time to let in what you are creating over there in your own community. So we will see you next week, everyone, with Lunch with Lachlan. Thanks, everyone, and thanks, Lachlan. Okay, thank you, Gail. Bye-bye.